Elvis Lives, a Conspiracy Theory Podcast. Oh, hey. It's KB. It's me, KB. Hi, KB. Hey, Julie. It's me, Julie. Julie. <laughs> I like it. Okay. It's your catchphrase as much as mine now. All right. Sure. Well, this week. Oh, no. What have you got? I don't know what's happening today, guys. I'm nervous. This is how we roll now. Yeah. We roll sans... Knowing what each other's subject is. Uh, today I'm going to speak about a little something something. A little something. I would hope Called so. MK Ultra. What does that mean? What does it mean? Let me tell you. Okay. So instead of launching into a um, history of the CIA, I'm just going to drive straight into a very real ex-conspiracy. Ex-conspiracy? Disproven already. Not disproven. Oh, what? Not disproven. How is it? As in, like, proven to be real? Correct. What? (laughs) Julie! So, I apologise in advance, but there's going to be a little clickety-clickety-clickety happening today. A little clickety-clickety, wow. Because I am skipping between real excerpts of the um, declassified information (laughs) and my notes. Okay, okay. I will forgive the clicking then. Yeah, you'll have to. number one. Number one. The birth of the CIA's mind control project. So this excerpt is the proposal. It's proposed to continue research on problems critical to a clarification of the fundamental aspects of the stimulus-response relationship in biological systems. Studies will be conducted utilising chronic animal preparations with permanent septal electrodes. Investigations will be conducted um, utilising chronic electrode preparations or cryoec. I don't... It's very hard to read, guys. It's very blurry. It's very blurry. Um, preparation. Coupled with selected classical types of conditioning, studies will be conducted on the geography of the brain and selected specimens, uh, species of animals to determine the focus in which stimulations will produce specific reactions. Wow. And I think they're using the term animal. For people? Yeah. I mean, technically, they're not wrong, I guess. Nope. That's terrifying. Memorandum for the record. Aww. Subject, Project MKUltra, Subproject 2. The purpose of this project is to abar- to provide funds to carry out the isolation and characterization of intoxicating substance substances present in certain varieties of Revia Corambosa. That yeah. is exactly how it's written. Yep. So, point two. First part, redacted. <laughs> Has conducted studies on this material which have led to the development of methods which can now be applied to large samples of seed, thereby allowing the uh, production of sufficient quantities of the active materials for definitive biological testing and characterization. Redacted has submitted the attached proposal to carry out this work as directed by TSS Redacted. So many black The Geshtika or Gesh... Gesh... I guess, Fund for Mental Research, Inc., will serve as a cutout for transfer of funds to the investigator. The estimated cost of the work is $5,950 for one year. To this must be added for a 4% service charge of the Gestik Fund, amounting to $238. Bucks. 
cheap, but this is I the mean, this 60s. Is, yeah, this is expensive. Therefore, the total cost of the investigation for one year will not exceed $6,188. So, this is for the 5th of December 1956, I think, or 65, one of the two, potato, potato, except completely different years. Um, so that's just a little, little excerpt So Project MK Ultra, also called, called the CAA Mind Control Program, is the codename given to a pretty dodgy program of experiments on human subjects that were conducted by the CAA, CIA. And you guessed it, they were illegal. <laughs> but well. So these experiments were intended to identify and develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogation. What? Essentially, mind control. Oh, like torture! And torture. Yeah, so they were using it as, as means of finding out what torture works best. But in a really subtle way that you have no idea that you're being tortured. Yeah. The uh, operation was officially <laughs> sanctioned in 1953, was reduced in scope in 1964, further curtailed in 1967, and recorded to be halted in 1973. That's still two decades of fucking with people's minds. Yeah, that's a lot of years. Yeah. Like, that, it's a lot of years. The program engaged in many illegal activities, and subjects of this actually had no idea they were part of it, which led to the controversy regarding its legitimacy. Uh, MK- I didn't know. Yep. MKUltra used numerous methods to manipulate people's mental states and alter brain functions, including the sneaky administration of drugs. Cough, LSD. Uh. And other chemicals, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, and other forms of torture. Oh my goodness gracious, I don't know what to say. I know. Get ready some for more redacted. Oh, a lot of redacted, is Subject Project MK Ultra, Subproject 8. Subproject 8 is set up as a means to continue the present work in the general field of LSD at redacted until the 11th of September 1954. The project, this project will include a continuation of a study of the biochemical, neurophysiological, sociological and clinical psychiatric aspect of LSD and also a study of LSD antagonists and drugs related to LSD such as LAE. A detailed proposal is attached and the principal investigators will continue to be redacted, redacted, all of redacted, redacted. <laughs> The estimated budget of this project at Redacted is $39,500. The Redacted will serve as a cutout and cover for this project and will furnish the above funds to the Redacted as a philanthropic grant for medical research. Oh my goodness. A surcharge of $790, 2% of the estimated budget, is to be paid to the Redacted for this service. Sorry, there is really a lot of redacted. But How, like, that's a lot of money. Were they making the LSD themselves? What is happening? This is not okay. No, it's not. <laughs> the scope of Project MK Ultra was broad, with research undertaken at 80 institutions, including colleges and 80? universities, hospitals, prisons, <gasps> and pharmaceutical companies. So a lot of the people just had no idea that this was happening. So they're like college students just going about their day at uni, not realizing that they're being mind controlled. Basically, so it's it's more like <clears throat> to me, it kind of kind of stinks of did the CIA perhaps introduce LSD to colleges in America in the sixties? 
You know when LSD was a great time? If you want to, like, take some of this, it'll really enhance your studies. Yeah. Remember flower power? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. What kind of world are we living? It's not even like this will, um, you know, further your studies. It would have been like someone paid to basically be a drug dealer. I don't want to hear anymore. (laughs) It's making me sad. Who are these? Are the people that are supposed to protect you? Supposed to, yes. So. Oh, goodness, there's way more. Project MK Ultra was first brought to the public's attention in 1975 by the Church Committee of the United States Congress and General Ford's United States President's Commission on CIA activities within the United States. It just took them 20 years. Just to cash. It's taken other things longer, so 20 years is not bad. Investigative efforts were hampered by the CIA director, Richard Helms, um, he ordered that all MK Ultra files to be destroyed in 1973. <laughs> of he did. The Church Committee and Rockefeller Commission investigations relied on the sworn testimony of direct participants and on the relatively small number of documents that survived Helm's destruction order. In 1977, one of our favourite things happened. Mm-hmm. A Freedom of Information Act request uncovered yeah. a cache of 20,000 documents relating to the Project MK Ultra, which led to Senate hearings later that year. Some surviving information regarding MK Ultra was declassified in July 2001. What? And in December 2018... That was like just, just a yep. second ago. Yep. Declassified documents including a letter to an unidentified doctor discussing work on six dogs made to run, turn and stop. Via remote control and brain implants. Holy moly. Holy of the moliest. I'm going to give you one whole second to process this. Oh, my God. And then we're going to continue. Maybe there's a thing in my brain. Okay, can't be. Yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> you, it doesn't matter. You've got to be ready. You have no option. Okay. What's oh. hip happening now? <laughs> so exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> what were they trying to achieve here? Let me tell you. This is a little. I'm gonna saw list so long. Yeah, I've pulled this list from um yeah somewhere. I don't remember where. It's in the show notes. Number one. Substances which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. (gasps) Two, substances which increase the efficiency of uh, mentation and perception. Three, materials which will cause the victim to age faster or slower in maturity. Number four, materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Five, materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognised diseases in a reversible way so that they may be used for malingering, etc. What? Six, materials which will cause temporary or permanent brain damage and loss of memory. Seven, substances which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. So, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, they decided that they needed a substance to give to someone that they were... Interrogating. Interrogating so that they could last longer for being like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything, no, I'm not going to tell you anything, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. Maybe. That seems idiotic. And I like, think the idea was to weaken to the brain, but anyway. 
Unless it's giving it to their people in case they are in an interrogation. <laughs> maybe, yes. Maybe that's what's what. Okay. Uh, eight, materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding <gasps> and during their use. Nine, physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable surreptitious use. Ten, substances which produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs, acute anemia, etc. Oh Eleven, substances which will produce a chemical that can cause blisters. That's weird. That's just a new pair of shoes, guys. Yeah. We got that one done. You know what will really... It will get them. Yeah. They, they will answer all of our questions. Yeah. Blisters. Blisters. It really depends, though, if it's, like, Actually. one blister at the like on your heel or if you're, like, are you covered in blisters? Because if I was covered in blisters, I would tell them anything. You know what? If I had one on the back of each heel, I might tell them everything. <laughs> Only if you're forced to move around, though. It's like a new pair of chorus heels, but you have to stand still. The whole time. The whole time. It's just digging. Anyway, we're overthinking this one. Twelve, substances which alter personality structure in such a way that the tendency of of the recipient to become dependent upon another person is enhanced. That's a scary one. Thirteen, a material which which will cause mental confusion of such a type that the individual under its influence will find it difficult to maintain fabrication under questioning. So just like they can't Truth serum. Yeah. Veritas serum. Like, we got it covered. Thanks, Harry Potter. (laughs) Fourteen. Substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered in undetectable amounts. But women are totally safe. Guys. We we can't be stopped. We can't be stopped. Fifteen. Substances which promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing faculties, preferably without permanent effects. Oh, preferably. But, like, if it happens, it happens. But, like, YOLO. It's fine. Number 16, a knockout pill which can surreptitiously be administered in drinks, food, cigarettes, <gasps> as an aerosol, etc., which will be safe to use provided a maximum of amnesia and be suitable for use by agent types on an ad hoc basis. That is so not okay. It's a bit evil, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Number 17, a material which can be surreptitiously administered by the above routes and which, in very small amounts, will make it impossible for a person <gasps> to perform physical activity. Number 17 is essentially a date rape drug. Number 16 and 17 are basically date rape drugs. Yeah. This is super fucked. Yeah. I am appalled. I'm appalled. I've had that's it. Keep it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> So, the CAA began to experiment with LSD, which is lysergic acid diethylamide. I had to get one of our doctor friends to explain that to me last night. Yes. <laughs> Under the direction of agency chemist and poison expert Sidney Gottlieb. He believed the agency could harness the drug's mind-altering properties for brainwashing or physical torture. Under the auspices of Project MKUltra, the CIA began to fund studies at Columbia University, Stanford... Stanford University and other colleges on the effects of dr- of the drug. After a series of tests, the drug was deemed too unpredictable for oh! use in counterintelligence. No way! MKUltra also included experiments with MDMA, uh, ecstasy, mescaline, heroin, barbiturates, methamphetamine, and psilocybin, magic mushrooms. Right. But yeah, seriously, KB. Yeah. Does this not sound like... The CAA may have introduced drugs to colleges. 
I was like, hey, try these. Hey, dude, try these mushrooms. I'm secretly just trying to find out if I can fuck your mind. Well, yes. I don't really know what the drug usage prior to the 50s in in colleges and universities were. But we know when it peaked. But it definitely peaked in the 60s. Well, drug use in general peaked in the 60s. Across the board. I mean, we've had, like, cocaine and fun stuff since the 20s. That yeah. There was literally coke parties where everyone just jumped in bed together and snoked snoked, snoked, snoked it. coke. Snoked it. Snorted coke. Anyway. So. I feel ill. Mm. Here's a code name for you. Uh-oh. Operation Midnight Climax. Oh, God. What does that mean? It was a project in which government-employed prostitutes lured <gasps> unsuspecting men to CAA safe houses where drug experiments took place. Oh, my God. There were recording devices installed in the prostitutes' rooms and disguised as electrical outlets. Then the CIA again dosed men with LSD and <sighs> then, while at times drinking cocktails behind a two-way mirror, watched the drugs affect on the men's behaviour. I mean, to be fair, at least they're only testing it on men. <laughs> I don't know if the yeah, process. That's the ones you're admitting it. to, at least. Oh, God. Most of the Operation Midnight Climax experiments took place in either San Francisco, Marin C- County, California, and New York City. I just have this image of them behind this two-way glass with... Their cocktails. Madman style. Like, Madman style, watching these people just, like, trip the fuck out. Yeah. And just being like, oh, write that down. Like, I just, I just like. Yep. What do you, what kind of conversation are you having while you're ha- like holding a martini, watching people smoking cigar and watching people? Yeah, just being like, oh yes. Well, we don't really see the effects that we're wanting to. So let's oh, he's that gone full bone crazy. Yeah, so. Let's see what happens now. Presses a little button to an intercom and be like, sit, stand, roll over, and what? none of the above happens. <laughs> There's just a guy running around trying to eat his own face. I don't. So basically, this party-like atmosphere kind of blinded the CIA agents carrying out this hectic, shitty experiments. An agent named George White wrote to Gottlieb in 1971, Of course, I was a very minor missionary, actually a heretic, but I toiled wholeheartedly in the vineyards because it was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, and cheat, steal, deceive, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of the All-Highest? KB's face right now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy. What's his name? George White. What the actual like also I realized that before I made them British, but they're not British, they're American. Um and just like I just I just I just I can't. This is awful. Yeah. It is. Can continues to be. But also, it's like, you know what? I'll keep going. Yeah. I'll just do it because it's fun and you guys have given me permission. Direct quote, fun, fun, fun. We've still got one tiny bit more. You can do this. There's actually a lot more, but I could not keep going. Oh, thank goodness. I've lost faith in humanity. Frank Olson was a scientist who worked for the CIA, and at a 1953 CIA retreat, Olson drank a cocktail that had been secretly spiked with LSD. A few days later, on November 28th, 1953, Olson tumbled to his death from the, win- from the window of a New York City hotel room in an alleged suicide. 
The family of Frank Olsen decided to have a second autopsy performed in 1994. Mm-hmm. Stop. Think. Mm-hmm. That's a long 53. Time they're like, hmm, really? Nah. Calling bullshit on this first later. autopsy. 94 decided in which a forensic team found injuries on the body that had likely occurred before the fall. The findings sparked conspiracy theories that Olsen might have been assassinated by the CIA. After prolonged legal proceedings, the Olsen family was awarded a settlement of $750,000 and received a personal apology from President Gerald Ford and the then CIA director, William Colby. I don't know about you, KB, but that sounds like an admission of guilt. I don't know if we should talk anymore. I'm a little scared of what might happen. This is all available on the internet. It is not something that we have made up. No, it's not like we snuck into the CIA headquarters in a different country and found all this information. It's all out there on the internet. I... I don't... I can't. I just... I would really hope... And why would they pay? Why would they apologise? That makes me so sad, Julie. <laughs> what? It's all awful. All of it. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. If you can. If you can. If you've not been got. Maybe just, like, take some time after you listen to this episode and then tell us. I don't know how I feel. I feel really gross. <laughs> From a defense point of view, in the 50s, what was happening in the 50s? Cold War. Cold War. Why they thought they needed to come up with these things. But I would have thought that your best offense is a good defense, so why not put, like, that work into protecting your own agents from similar things? Or, or, hear me out. We could just mind fuck people instead. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. How do we control people the bestest? Hmm. You know, let's give them some drugs and watch them from behind a window and be like, I'm going to control their mind. (laughs) But then I like, what what is happening now? Like, if they were able to get away with this, like, in the 50s, what are they doing now? Much. Worse. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Which we don't know. There's nothing confirmed. We're not like in, calling you out CIA at all whatsoever. We are just just talking, having a chat. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is all available in our show notes. Should you feel so inclined to go and have a look at all the information and scary articles that I read last night before bed. Yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> it really was. Um, you can well, you can go to a home on the web. That's not kind of productions or just that's not canon. Now that's too. not canon. And have a look for us, Elvis Lives. You can find us on Facebook, Elvis Lives Podcast. Um, you can Siri, that's uh, like yes, I'm in for it. Like, uh oh, has she been listening the whole time? Has she <gasps> no! been feeding information to the? <laughs> it's been recorded. It's in the CIA. Uh, and also. 
you can email us and let us know your thoughts. Elsa's podcast at gmail.com. Julie, something really exciting happened though this week. What happened? We got an Instagram. We did! Yeah. What's our Instagram, Katie? At Elvis Lives Podcast. Yay! Super easy. Easy Give us a follow. Peasy. Give us a follow. Give us a like. And also, on whatever device you happen to be on, rate, review, subscribe. Good or bad, we love you for it. Yeah. If you're on Spotify, just fall asleep to the scary, scary tales. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have great dreams. It'll be great. And uh, it's just fun. Yeah. All right, guys. That's all from us this week. I'm going to go crawl up in a ball. I think and... she might. She looks very devastated. <laughs> Rock slowly until I'm okay again. (laughs) Bye! Hi, my name's Shirley from An Idiot On Stage. Did you know I have a self-taping studio in Brisbane? It's an air-conditioned, soundproof room full of mics, lighting and backdrops to play with. Just bring your phone, your camera or your laptop and literally plug in and play. I would love you to come and create your podcasts, audition tapes, videos, whatever you can imagine really. You can check out the details and loads more at anidiotonstage.com.au And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook.